Hello everyone, welcome to Easy Keeper. I'm your host, Akula Duke. And I'm your other host, Jaden Cron, and today we are talking about NASCAR, the IMAX experience. Or is it 3D NASCAR, the, well, the IMAX experience? We watched so we watched NASCAR the IMAX experience, but it was also released in theater in some theaters as NASCAR 3D, the IMAX experience. Oh. We did not watch it in 3D. No, it is not available in 3D on Google Play. No. Unfortunately. Although, I mean, from what I can tell, the 3D is for one shot. Yeah. We'll get into that. So, this is a a 2004, 2003? 2004. 2004. uh, Documentary narrated by Kiefer Sutherland about NASCAR. So, American stock car racing. And that's about, I mean, that basically sums up the whole movie. It doesn't really follow anything in particular. It kind of just yeah, shows, it's like, the pro, a, like, here's the team, visual here's the experience. Car. Yeah, it's, There's I don't. More of a visual experience than a narrative one. It works sometimes. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know who this movie is for because, like you said, it's, like, a little more of, like, an initial thing. It's kind of, like, an introduction to this is what NASCAR is. This is how the teams work. This is. Nah, no, what I the totally, cars are. But I like, think this is for every human being ever okay. on this planet. I think NASCAR 3D, the IMAX experience, speaks to every. I had uh, actually, I actually had a ton of fun with this, okay. and I think it's just because of my fondness for the early 2000s. That's, That's fair. It most is, of of what it is. It is extremely 2000s because NASCAR, I feel, is the most. Out of all the sports, it's the one that feels the most 2000s to me. I mean, I guess it does help. Everything is like it's everything's covered in sponsored logos, so like you can yeah, just tell by like, oh, that's the early 2000s M and M's. Yeah, that's a bit, you know. Oh, AOL is something that is sponsored. I see. <laughs> that's. I mean, they they apparently they were like a big part of the uh, like producing this thing. Um, huh. Which explains the part where they're like talking about all the stuff in the team. Oh in, yeah, in trucks, in the, and he's like, and of course, truck. AOL for broadband, which like, was the specific yeah. branding that they had. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, um, I I just liked this as a as a two thousands time capsule. Um, I also love. Uh, I'm a self-proclaimed no- noisy boy, so That's anything fair. where I get to watch a bunch of machines go... These are some pretty noisy boys. For, like, so long... Oh, just a beautiful... I... If I had to describe this movie in a sentence, I would say um, the painful excess of the white of the white North American way. That's how I would describe this movie. Yeah. I mean, it really does paint a picture of the, the t- kind of people NASCAR attracts. Yeah. Oh man. Cause it, they, you know, it's not just the cars. It'll show you like all the people sitting in their mobile homes yeah. and their RVs. Just, there were some camping out. Likes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I thought it was really funny at the start. Um, when he's talking he's like i don't know what he's like this is you know nascar is a religious event and in this church the only way to get heaven is a checkered flag that was pretty good the sermon is speed 
And I was sitting there, I was like, usually when you compare something that's not a religion to a religion, it, it's usually negative. Yeah. <laughs> and normally the, like, the comparison ends there, but then they went into, like, the sermon of speed. Like, yeah. It just makes me wonder, like, uh, the sacraments, like, is the pit stop one of the sacraments? Yeah, I that's guess, I, man. I also, wow. I mean, of all the sports to compare to religion, I would argue that NASCAR is the one where blasphemy is the least uh, the least acceptable. Yeah. So just don't yeah, be yeah. Um, yeah. And did we mention that uh, Kiefer Sutherland narrates this? And yeah, that's why I did. we watched it? Okay, I yeah. had to make sure, because... So my dad came down when I was watching. He's like, "What do you? Why you watch this?" I'm like, "Keeper Sutherland narrates." And he's like, "Oh, well, okay. yeah." Um, I think Kiefer does a good job. I mean, yeah, it's this is the it's second Kiefer. documentary we've watched that's narrated by him, and you know, he's got a good voice. I like his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's features in this quite prominently. He's most of what you're going to be hearing if it's not car, uh, if it's not car noises early 2000s music or random quotes that don't have videos of the people who are saying them so yeah. it's very dis very disembodied i Ooh. mean they do i i get it i get why yeah. they did it like that it's just it's really weird especially yeah. watching it in the format that we did and the problem is like they all just sound very like all the racers are all like you know like they all have the same voice, so it's yeah. very hard to tell. Like, have we heard from this person before? I don't know. Also, yeah. a lot of them are named Dale Earnhardt, I think. Or is that no, there's two? just there's Dale. There's two of them. There's Dale Earnhardt and Dale Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I'm not sure if see, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is still alive or not. Yeah. See, they kept talking about because I think they they we're kept looking this up. we're looking this up because they kept like talking about like his crash, but then they okay. would. Dale Earnhardt is alive. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is not. Okay, because no, they kept wait, talking other about way Jr.'s crash, but then they would also show clips after of him racing yeah. and winning, and it's like, narratively, this doesn't work. So Very confusing, but also... It's crazy how, like, NASCAR gets dynasties. That's yeah. one thing that this movie opened my eyes to, is just, like, these families who are just... In NASCAR, there's, like, one family that's been in it for four generations. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, it's... there. I'm, I'm sure there's, like, the, the bar to entry is pretty high, just in terms of money. Yeah, that is Like, true. you can't just go to, like, NASCAR camp as a kid. But if your dad yeah. has a NASCAR, I'm sure... You, you, when you learn to drive, you learn how to drive pretty good. Yeah. Also, I mean, this just reminds me why I just, like... It's just... It's just kind of a weird sport. Mm -hmm. Like... It's super dangerous, and they're yeah. out there for four hours. When he said four hours, what? You're driving in a circle for four hours, and you might die. I just listen. Don't. I don't. I don't watch really any sports, but NASCAR. I just. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I if mean, it if it was like maybe ten laps, I could I could get that. But five hundred is too much. Well, in the courses, it isn't even like. You know, all that weird stuff they do in Europe where it's like, whoa, look at all these turns and things. They have uh, a, there's the, an F1 E-Series where they have speed boosts on the track and, like, it's basically Mario Kart. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, now I'm just thinking about how I really, really do not understand 
why Cars 2 was the way it was. I mean, I do understand, <laughs> but it's just because Cars 1 is just, we like NASCAR. Yeah. When you think about it, Cars 1 is just, we like NASCAR, the movie. Cars 2 is like, oh, I guess we'll throw in some international racing, but that's just, that's just so far from the concept yeah, the like few things that make Cars 1 work. It's just like, yeah, we'll take this movie that's a love letter to Americana and then completely divorce it from Americana. Good. Anyway, let's... I'm glad uh, that we're eight minutes in and we've gotten to our Cars material. Oh, no. No. <laughs> um, what I have, here, let me break up mine. Um, I mean, I've got a I bunch of... I can't believe of... they made Cars a real thing. Yeah. Um... Got them. Got him. I can't believe, well, I didn't realize that the guy from Cars, the blue one, yeah. uh, d- the king, he's based on a real dude in NASCAR who was called the king. I was like, whoa. Like, I saw that. I'm like, that's Cars. That's, that's the guy from Cars. That's the guy from Cars. <laughs> Which shows uh, where we're coming from. Yeah. But uh, I think this movie... This movie goes between looking really mm. good and mm. being like, what is, what am I looking at? What is this? Mm. Okay, I'm about to go okay, off. Let's, so, it's time for a history lesson, folks. So, yeah, for those of you who aren't, who don't know what IMAX is, it's, I mean, which is fair. That's a, it, a lot of movies say they're IMAX. Most of them aren't. So, IMAX is a certain type of uh, film and film mm. camera. Specifically film, not digital. There are technically digital certified IMAX cameras, but they're not true IMAX. It is 65 millimeter film, so about twice the size of regular uh, 35 millimeter film. That is run through a camera horizontally. The frames are huge. If you ever, I'll probably tweet out a picture of them because I just I love IMAX film. Um, it is huge, and it these the cameras are huge, and there's currently there's 24 of them in the world. For a while, there's only 10 in the world. Um, and for the longest time, they're only used for, like, documentary things. Dark Knight was one of the first, like, dramatic things to use to use it for certain shots. And I say all this just to premise how much I hate the fact that this is an IMAX movie so, <laughs> so much. None of this movie should have been an IMAX. They, they put the camera in the cars... But it's at the back, and you can literally only see like a sliver at the front. They, I they was, like, I they was shoot, cool with that. <laughs> they shoot like just a guy just standing in a in a garage, just a static yeah. shot, yeah. just like working on a thing. There's nothing like grand and like big. Like there's some stuff you could do interesting with an IMAX camera and NASCAR. You could like you know show the the size and the scale of the stadium of like you know the cars going around and to be fair i watched this on like a 45 inch tv not on like a huge imax screen but still there's i thought it it boggles the mind why they didn't imax for this that's fair i think there's for me like um i i thought the the ones in the back of the car were okay they weren't amazing but i thought they were um I thought it was good. I don't know. That's just fair. It, it, it just like paint. It just helped. Ten, I mean, again, you watch it on a TV. I watch it on my 17 inch laptop screen. Um, How but, no uh, one intended it. Yeah. 
Yes. But and then the, there are shots of the entire stadium. Like there's some really where it just goes from like outside of the thing to, you know, and then you're like, oh, that's the parking lot. Oh, and that's the stadium. Oh, my goodness. Like, I think it does an effective job of uh, conveying scale. I won't say it's, you know, perfect or amazing or really, yeah, that most of this uh, warranted IMAX. Or, like, yeah, like you said, there are just a lot of, oh, we're in a garage. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's okay. That's fair. I mean, my point, my, my thing is just, like, there are ten of these in the world. This is not how you should be filming this. Like, this yeah. should not be the story. Then you should be focusing on the size, the scale, the, like, you know, the size of the stands on, you know, yeah. go to, like, Indianapolis during the Indy 500, like, mm-hmm. this huge thing, you know? Like, a lot of the stuff they were doing, we were in kind of, like, one of the smaller stadiums it looked like. Hmm. Get get that, because, I mean, if you're going to, if you have this, yeah. and you're making it, it's being produced by IMAX. Make it IMAX. IMAX movies. <laughs> as the saying it goes. Also, the yeah. colors in this movie were atrocious. Maybe that was once again just my TV. But most things look good on my TV. The colors were just really gross and saturated. Oh, see, I love that saturation because that's what makes it 2000s. That is true. It, it is that's pretty what, That's the vibe. I, I like that. I don't know what it is. I just love disgusting things, though, so... <laughs> That's just like who I am. I, I guess. I mean, the. I was super on board until about like the halfway mark, at which point I was like, all right, <laughs> I've had my NASCAR. I'm ready yeah. to. <laughs> then it picks up in the last 10 minutes again once the good music comes back. But uh, yeah. Yeah. When it's like. The music oh, was okay in this movie. The music was great. It was like 2000s, like. Exactly what I buy. Uh, terrible racing games from the time period for that's true is exactly what this movie offers to me it offers me this uh worldview that it offers me this world that i was promised as a child where everything would be big and everything would be saturated and everything would be loud and cool as hell all, all uh, i'm saying is if you want that go watch mighty machines mighty machines is a bit different though <laughs> i mean mighty machines Shows manages to show you impressive scale, and yeah. they don't even have. They don't even have IMAX. So, yeah. Mighty Machines is pretty good, but Mighty Machines doesn't have Keeper Sutherland. That is I true. Ah, oh, what if it did though? Yo, that'd be that'd pretty be good. pretty good. Um, <laughs> what? There was a part in this where Arnold Schwarzenegger was just there. Was there? Yeah, in, in the there's this one part, I think it was like when they're talking about how they have their little uh, get-together before each race, their meeting, and they're like, you know how they, this is one thing I will criticize, the weird like TV box the, oh, when they would oh show god, something that's... Oh my god, the picture-in-picture. Picture. What was yeah, that? Yeah, the picture-in-picture. Pic- I have, could not tell you, buddy. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another thing that goes to like the IMAX thing. They'll have stuff that they shot, like the dramatic or the, like some will be stock footage, but some will be stuff that they did for the dramatic recreation, playing this little box while they're panning yeah. over like a picture. Yeah. What? 
Okay, one of the so best Arnold parts is when they get the, the... Sorry, I'm looking back at this, and I am going to stand up for this. When they... The shot of the fighter jets going over the stadium. That was, that's I mean, cool. yeah. Aerial Come shots, on. obviously. See, if they had done more of that kind of stuff, like the spectacle. You know, a lot of the shots yeah. were... A lot of it was, was kind of, like, in the, in the thick of it, and, like, the, you know, in the pits or that's in like, that area, which is interesting. But once again, get a different camera. I would have just, for me, it's, I would have toned down on the, uh, like just, I don't know, mostly the, the trailer park shots, especially Mm -hmm. like where it's just like, oh, she's just frying a burger. All right. Okay. Or it's just how long they were in those garage areas. There were some parts that of the garages that were kind of cool, but yeah, Yeah. weird that they'd take an IMAX camera for all of that. Um, like Where's I don't know if you watched the end of the credits where they showed like some of the behind the scenes pictures. It just looked no. stupid. Gotcha. I'm trying to find the specific part when Arnold Schwarzenegger's on scene so I can get to the time stamp. I think it's okay. We're getting there, or maybe I've already passed it because I'm at the part where they're. Yeah, I passed it. I was at the part where they're talking about church. When he's just like, when you're out there on the raceway, you're out there by yourself. Some days you just need somebody to be by you. For me, that's God. I did just, like, click around, and I I got to the part where the guy has, like, the pit stop hat, where it's just, like, a a car in a pit stop, but it's just on his hat. Mmm. Okay. Go to 3024 and tell me that the man on the right... Oh, that is. How did you catch that? It's not... I just saw... totally... Arnold Schwarzenegger is, like burned into my mind dude i'm like what the hell that's him why is he and he's in the little picture in picture yeah obscuring the cool shot of the stadium it's so it's like because half the time they're like oh yeah we're gonna we'll just plop these quotes on you with nobody to really focus on so it's really disembodied and then when they do have good footage it's like no 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 we're gonna put all the 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 people who are talking or at least people on screen so that you have somebody to think about while you're listening to this quote and looking at this cool footage. Uh, I will weird say movie. I, I will say I would have, it, it would be cool to see this in an actual theater to see like the shots where they're like, they have the camera mounted to the back of the NASCAR. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> there's some part like during the really terrible, uh, dramatized part at the start with like the people running away from uh yeah from moonshiners there's one part where the car goes like around a bend and it looks really freaking compressed yeah um, just because of how it is but i bet that would be sick on a big screen sick um okay we also got to talk about that uh that 3d tire yep that's what i was just gonna get to there's this a part was in 3d there's one yeah, part there's a in this movie where you know the nascar men are driving around their track in their in their big kid cars and there's a crash and somebody thought oh man we're making this in 3d we better freaking we better make this worth it what can we do yeah let's put in a really really bad looking uh cg 3d tire that just bounces off the road after this crash and comes right at the camera it's gonna look really good I'll give you it's a hint. Most, it didn't look good. It's the most like stereotypical, like obvious, like yeah, cheesy three D thing. 
And it's the only one in the movie. Uh Uh-huh. I can't see anything else that would be in 3D unless they actually... I don't think they shot... Like, it looked like an upstandard IMAX camera, so I don't think this was, like, shot in 3D, so... Yeah, that would be... And this was before, like, every movie that was shot in 2D came out in 3D, so, like... Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about around... Oh, God. Like, 40 minutes on the dot. The... I don't really know how else to describe what happens other than, uh... Yeah. It just happened. I can't... Okay, I'm pulling it up. Um, it's... It's wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seeing that in IMAX (laughs) would have made me throw up. So, basically, so... so they have picture in picture. They have two picture in pictures, like boxes, side by side. And then around them is like this, like kind of, like curve, of what's happening yeah. in the picture in picture boxes, like tiled. So on one half of the, it's the one shot, and on the other half it's the other. It is the most. I just I don't know how to describe it. It's it, it looks really bad. Yeah, that would. Oof, that would cause some. That would require like a ton of willpower to actually get through. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's there's a lot here. You know, I'm glad I watched this. Just yeah. uh, I I'm also, as I've said, I'm a sucker for time capsules from the 2000s. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't hate it. Yeah. Oh. But I do hope that the IMAX camera that was destroyed on the Dark Knight was the one that shot this. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be very good. Was this the key for Jaden? I'd say yeah. I'm going to say nah. What? We've seen so many things that are so much worse than this. Yeah, but I have to be a pretentious film person. Oh my god. Oh my god, Zach. Listen, they, they've taken IMAX cameras up into space. They've taken these on the space station. There's a high bar that you have to clear. Yeah. And this does not do it for me. I gotcha. I wonder what the other IMAX cameras were doing. Probably something cool. I don't know. Let's, I Let's see. What, what was, what was, see what what was IMAX in, the, in 2004? Yeah. Majestic White Horses. That sounds Texas, pretty cool. Texas, the big picture. Uh, Hubble, Galaxies Across okay, Space and Time. What is Sacred Planet? That sounds decent. Mystic India, Forces of Nature. I want to watch Bugs, a Rainforest Adventure. Oh, I, is I, that... I feel like I've seen that. I feel like... I, it, was that, that the one at the... the... Yeah. At yeah, the that, I've seen that movie so many times. Bugs, a Rainforest anytime... Adventure? <laughs> yeah, we, we've... Anytime we'd go to the Science Center... On, like, a field trip, no matter yeah. what reason we were going there, we'd always end up watching that movie. I've seen that, like, probably really? five or six times. Wow. It's a classic. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I, I, I just remember, I think just reading the name made me remember all the posters for it. But, uh... God, I don't want to watch yeah. that Yeah. I'm going to watch that movie again. Great movie. Vikings, Journey to New Worlds, Adventures in Animation 3. I'm just saying, I feel like NASCAR is probably better than Majestic White Horses. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> but Bugs, 
a reinforced adventure is narrated by Judy Dench and is an absolute Is it? Classic. Oh, man. Wow. That's pretty God. good. The trip. Okay, we're moving on to trivia, and there is none. So Dang. All right. We're moving on to reviews. Where can I? Did you put the reviews up? I did. Okay, I didn't pull them up, so give me a sec here. Wowza. Okay. NASCAR 3D IMAX Experience. This comes to us from DW. Uh, four stars. Reviewed in Canada in 2011. It's a great movie. Neat scenes. It is not 3D. It should not be advertised as such. The original title was NASCAR 3D. This is a remake and is not. Wow. I mean, it's not being advertised as NASCAR 3D, so. Yeah. This one comes to us from Amazon Customer. Three stars. Okay. Too much about how it was founded, but not the scenes of car race. All right. Thanks, Amazon customer. Thanks, Amazon. All right. Here we go. Here we go. This one comes to us from Joni Bruce. Um, this DVD was nothing like I expected. Oh, it's one star. Did I say that? I can't remember. You did not. One star, don't waste your money. This DVD was nothing like I expected. It says right on the back cover, the IMAX experience puts you in the point of view driver's seat for the bumper-to-bumper 200 miles per hour thrills of America's number one spectator sport. There was nothing in the DVD that came even close to being in the driver's seat. I was expecting a camera view letting the viewer experience the ride from the driver's seat. I was very disappointed, and for an avid follower of NASCAR, it was too mild for my husband. There was nothing new or exciting in it that he hadn't seen before. (sighs) I mean, someone still has to drive the car, Joni. You can't just put a camera there. I feel like Joni was expecting them to put a GoPro in. You know, the IMAX GoPro? You know, I think I think Black Magic's probably going to make one of those. That's a yeah. camera joke for all you camera people out there. Um, this, but this person, I mean, this does harken back to one of my points of just like, I don't, because like, I mean, for someone who's already really into NASCAR, this doesn't really give you anything new. Yeah. Other than fair. like some of the cool shots, but. But then again, I mean, the review right below that is someone saying they're a diehard NASCAR fan and they and they like it. So, well, they the they say they're a diehard NASCAR fan, and then their second paragraph says this movie is great to introduce NASCAR to people That's who are fair. starting to have an interest, but do not wish to read an encyclopedia about it. This movie is dated. Since this thing was filmed, there have been many changes to NASCAR, but you get a nice taste of history and a very good, albeit brief, overview of how NASCAR existed and exists today. If you really want to understand NASCAR, get out that encyclopedia and watch race after race after race. No On your encyclopedia? Yeah, the NASCAR encyclopedia. The NASCAR, they put out one every year. Um, We We got a good one from Rena Smiles. Ooh. Four stars. Just to entertain my son. My son loves this DVD. 3D? I didn't notice it. It was still a good <laughs> DVD slash movie. I personally learned the cost to invest when it comes to the sport. It was somewhat educational. My son is now into Fast and Furious slash Fast Car slash NASCAR, and he's just 10 years old. Yikes. I like it. My son loves it. It's just a good movie, but not enough to run and buy it. You know? Rena. 
this thanks arena that was a great review yeah this next one comes to us from uh neil schmidt five stars loud and proud the Hell nascar yeah. world was one completely foreign to me a year ago then my son who was then five got hooked on the racing scenes in the cars movie so then yes. suddenly he discovered nascar and now he all our sunday it. afternoons are booked watching races i bought this dvd for my son for his birthday a couple weeks ago it's really interesting and well done I watched it having already been brought up to speed on the sport. I know nearly all the drivers, their sponsors, and their car numbers, but I imagine this documentary would be nearly as fascinating to newbies, mostly because of the IMAX treatment. Cameras putting you right there, on this case, right down on the track as cars went by. The DVD gets a good history lesson and a great explanations of how a track functions on race day. The pit crews get proper treatment too. One criticism is that few individual races or drivers are highlighted. Perhaps the filmmakers simply wanted to emphasize the experience. I wish I had seen this on an IMAX screen. Thank you, Neil Schmidt. Good for you. I'm glad to that helpful. I... I think that's it for Amazon reviews. I think that's it for Amazon reviews. So we're moving on to news. The Cars movie. <laughs> You know, I feel like Cars was definitely just just a ploy to get more people into NASCAR. Yep. Uh, damn. I mean, I, I was about to say I can't believe Disney would do that, but then I remembered. <laughs> I do believe the, Disney yeah. would. That's the textbook Disney move. <laughs> All right. So... This article comes from CBR.com, and we're about to, to uh, you know, expose some uh, some fraudulent journalism, as it were. Okay. So this is from two days ago. Keep that in mind. Two days ago, mm, the fugitive nice. Quibi drops first teaser for Kiefer Sutherland's new show. Huh? You may and that that may that may sound confusing. That may be a bit weird to some of you who uh, who have been listening for a little bit, because you may remember back in February. We talked about the first teaser for uh, The Fugitive. Um, yeah. And you would not be wrong. In fact, the video link that they, the YouTube link that is in this article is from February of 2020. But apparently, The Fugitive, which is a remake of the, uh, the reimagining whatever of the, sh- of the show from the 60s slash the movie from the 90s, starring Kiefer Sutherland, coming to Quibi, which is a garbage platform made by idiots. Um, Mm-hmm. It's got a release. It was supposed to come out in April when Quibi came out, and apparently it's now coming out in August, starting August third. I don't think we'll be be uh, covering it for a little bit just because our free trials ran out and we're pissed at Quibi. So, yeah. Wah, wah. Too bad. Also, uh, in other news, um, go to our Twitter account to uh, check out the sick. NASCAR 3D IMAX experience Winamp skin. Yeah. This guy, Sam Stone, the guy who wrote that article, he writes like, here, I'm going to count how many he's written in the past day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, like twelve in a day. That's too much. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel bad for dunking on this guy now. Yeah, that's fair. But he's a 10th level pop culture guru. Oh, so never you can mind who knows an unreasonable amount about the Beatles. Zach, this man was made to dunk. Okay. Yeah, never mind. I'm 
I feel oh, no he shame. has a podcast called Geek Out Show. Uh. Yeah, no. Bad podcast. He should on our podcast instead. Yeah. Okay, next week we are either watching. Wait, did I? Oh, I did give you. I did. You I did gave you the, the triple ultimate ultimatum to NASCAR. Is that it for news? What about uh, NASCAR 3D breaks IMAX off box office records? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, apparently it broke IMAX off box office records. It was, at the time, it was the best opening ever for uh, IMAX, like a pr- IMAX-produced film. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's no bugs. Like but... this. Uh, yeah, it's no bugs. But I think that's because I feel like part of it had to do with this being... Um, distributed by warner brothers mm-hmm. which means also it's nascar it's already yeah I, th- I just still cannot believe that nascar is the you know most watched spectator sport in all of well i remember correctly i heard once um that it is that when uh, during the indy 500 like raceway indiana or motorway whatever the city where they do it is called um it like it's home to one of the big, the biggest like non-religious gathering in humanity, like mm-hmm. in human history. Yeah, well, they talk about how um, even in the thing how like Bristol, Tennessee goes from like the twenty-third biggest city in Tennessee to the third biggest if you count all the visitors like overnight. <laughs> just wild. nuts. Okay, so you got I got one option for you right now. I'm just looking for another one. <laughs> Sounds good. Picking up the pieces from two thousand. Okay. Let me say, is this the one? Is this the one that like looks like it's on a beach? This is the one with David Schwimmer. Oh, <laughs> I see. Everyone's oh. favorite giraffe from Madagascar, and only and only that. that. He's done nothing else in his entire career. Never he's done that. Well, in yeah, this movie, it's all right. Oh, this movie has Woody Allen, huh? Oh, I see. I see we're looking at Woody Allen, David Schwimmer. Oh, I did not Cheech notice that. And Sharon Stone. <laughs> oh, huh. So your other option is Dead Heat from 2002. Oh, I've been seeing people post a ton about Dead Heat on the... Is there some heat for Dead on Heat? On the fan group. Yeah. Oh, I think... What I think year I is this from? 2002. Okay. Because it was also had a different... It had a weird name in some places. Hmm. Um... Okay, well, oh, yeah, no, the poster for Dead Heat makes it look way better than... Yeah. Uh, where can we watch this? Uh, YouTube. I'm um, like uh, Google Play. Slash Google Sorry. Play. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Cool beans. Well, I... I we're watching Dead Heat. I guess we're watching Dead Heat. Cool. Anyway, I swear this movie had different names in some oh releases, because I was, like, looking... Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just crazy. Who knows? We'll find out next week if Jaden yeah. is crazy or not. I'm crazy for love, and I'm crazy for NASCAR, and I'm crazy Texas. Crazy Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's called I Fought the Law in some releases. Oh, I wonder who won. Probably uh, the law. Thank you to Kaya for our fantastic podcast art. You can check out links to her other work in the description below. You can also check out links to Kevin McLeod, who created the song Sax Rock and Roll, which we use as our theme song. Yeah. Um, you can follow Although us on I Twitter. I wish 
Today, I wish we could be using uh, Let's Go Away from the Daytona USA soundtrack by Sega because that song is so good. It's like one of the best things to come out of NASCAR. I'll reach out to Sega, see what we can do. About licensing. Um, uh, You can follow us on Twitter at HKPod where you can peep. I'm gonna be putting up a uh, little clips like a like a you know, like a real podcast does little clips with like the waveform in them and mm. like the the cap it'll be it'll be a whole thing. So go Good. follow us on Twitter at HK Pod. You can follow Good. us on Instagram at HK Podcast. Mm-hmm. Give us a review on iTunes. Uh, send us a message on Anchor. Tell your friends if you like this show. Tell your friends. Yeah. Um. Tell your family. Yeah. Call your parents. Tell your dog. Tell your wife. Tell your child. Tell your kitchen sink. Tell you a pair of socks. Uh, tell the entirety of the Boston Red Sox. Ooh. They, they, uh, they, I think they'd get a kick out of it. Yeah. I've been here a second. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's a Kiefer. I'm just realizing like oh my love for all this stuff comes from Kung Fu Panda because the fight choreography is just so much fun they're just like jumping on walls and they're fighting each other they're going it's so good